Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Merkland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland, and I'm here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly. Yeah, get them. Each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about, and we go toe to toe, arguing our differing opinions. But our goal always is just simply this, to help you find the path that feels authentic to you. See, there there are many ways to sell real estate, many right ways to sell real estate. And what we're trying to do is help you see that whatever feels best to you, authentic to you, that will in turn be the best decision for you because that will lead you to have a thriving business and you ultimately loving what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, buddy. So during today's throwdown, Jen and I will be duking it out over this question. Should you take an overpriced listing? Or better put, under what conditions should you take an overpriced listing, (laughs) if ever? Jen? You should go first. You want me to go first? (laughs) Oh, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I think this is one of the biggest challenges we have in our industry And it hurts us deeply in our reputation as an industry because agents will take overpriced listings for all the wrong reasons because they don't know how to stand up for their value. They don't know how to educate the seller. So they take an overpriced listing and they end up hurting the seller's chances of selling, hurting the amount the the seller will make, hurting the overall industry, blah, blah, on and on. So in my opinion, there is no reason you would take an overpriced listing. Now, caveat, what do you call overpriced? I mean, if you think the value is 200, is it okay to list it at 205? Sure. I'm talking about overpriced where you're like, this is actually malpractice. If you know the value of this home on the open market is 200 and you put it on for 225 or 250, I think that that is a level of malpractice and you should be you should feel that. You should feel like, God, I'm really doing something wrong here for this client. And not just collect listings. We have way too many agents freaking buying listings. And if you don't know what that means, what I mean by that is just you say yes so that you get the listing and then you know you'll beat mm-hmm. them down over time uh, for a price reduction. And I just think it's sad and it hurts you. You only have your reputation, Jen. That's it in this business. And if you're, you're actually crying right now, I'm so really sad. <laughs> well, you and I both know those agents where you see the list and you're like, oh, it's overpriced. He um, always overprices his listings. He just does that. He says, mm-hmm. yes, whatever. So I think it's a real problem for you and the industry when you decide to go that route. What do you I think? agree. I think if I think if you do it as like a business tool for getting listings, I think it's a bad idea. I mean, I've I've accidentally interpreted the market incorrectly and taken an overpriced listing for sure. (laughs) And then there's times that I think it's, it, it just happens, right? It's like you, you're trying to help the seller understand the market. You're showing all the data 
and they are still just like, this is what I want to do, but they're motivated. Um, they understand that they understand that if they take it now that, and they have to reduce it, they're actually going to end up getting less than if they would have priced it at the same, and yet they still want to do it. So I think it's, I mean, I've done it. I'm not going to lie. I've done what? it before. I don't, huh? What's your tolerance for that amount? Because I bet there's an amount you would I feel like it depends it. on, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a, it's a lot of factors. I, I think it depends on, you know, if I got a lot of sleep, if I feel like I'm in a fighting mood. No, I'm just kidding. Have right. I eaten yet? Right, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, it depends on the price point. If you're in like the 200s, I mean, our average sale is, you know, somewhere between like, like right around there, then, you know, 10 or $15,000, right. I'm not taking a hundred thousand dollar overpriced listing. I, I mean, on a $200,000 house, I think that's ridiculous. Right. I mean, I don't know, not 10% seems high. Well, here's the thing. So oftentimes we don't know exactly what that price point is. That's why we take the overprice. We, we're not sure. If we knew it was 200 and you were in the middle of a subdivision and cookie cutter and every other house was exactly the same and that's 200, you would have more confidence saying it. But the problem is I think that agents are doing their due diligence and they're like, nah, this could go for two to it's two a range. five, right? So right. here's the challenge. There is a next level of understanding of the market, I believe, that helps you with that strategy and saying yes or no to pushing the upper limit of that, and that is supply and demand. And when you can understand mm-hmm. supply and demand, then you can make a decision on that 2 to 235. You can say, you know what? Yeah, there aren't a lot of houses right now, and typically five of these go every month for the last two years right. in January. So for sure. 235, 245, we'll push it. But that's an educated assumption versus I know this is 200 and this mofo seller wants 250 and I want the listing. That's what I'm talking about. And I think- Well, yeah. And I also, I think too, you know, it depends on who like- you know, sometimes if you're competing against somebody that you just really don't yeah, like. Yeah, you just want to get just, that damn listing. I mean, let's be honest here. You know, but I think the sellers, it is, it's important for you to let them know that, hey, look, especially in our market, right now, if you list your house right, you're getting like 98% of list price. If you have to take a price reduction, you're getting like 88%. Right. You're going to lose 10% just by pricing it wrong. Like, is that what you really want to do? Right. And sometimes... They do. You know, look, sometimes you buy an expensive car when really you just need a non-expensive car. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like sometimes you buy Gucci and you really could just go to Target. Yeah. All the bags are the same in essence, right? So what I hear you saying is as long as you've explained to them the pros and cons, that their eyes wide open, that you think that's okay then, that you agree mutually that this is hey, maybe not what we should do, but we're going to try it. Within a tolerance level and then also with a plan of action to reduce quickly. So to your point, like in our market, I mean, depending on the, there's anywhere from like two to 10 houses being sold in each of our different neighborhoods, right? At any given moment. Mm -hmm. So if we do a lot of times for our listings, I'll also put a CMA into the MLS so that 
me and the sellers can see what's coming on the market, what's coming off the market, mm-hmm. what expired, like all these things. And so like at that point, it's like, hey, this one went under pending. It's exactly your house. It's $25,000 less or whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to move. That was an that was a buyer that we lost. And we know that there's only two buyers right now in this market. We just lost one. Mm-hmm. And there's four houses on the market. Somebody's getting, there's only one buyer left and there's four houses. Mm-hmm. How are we going to be the best? That's right. Like your two by six studs versus their four by fours, they don't care. Right, right. It's so true. Yes. They don't care about your R13 versus whatever. They don't care. No, they don't care. And so if you are saying 225 and your seller talks you into 250 because you don't know how to defend your value, then... Ouch. That was uh, a Well, I'm just saying. No, I'm just kidding. Saying it's about confidence, it's Mm -hmm. about confidence, right? So, then would you say to him or her or them, okay, 250, but in two weeks we are dropping it to this because that's the price that I think it is? Here, please sign this price reduction and date it for two. I probably wouldn't wait two weeks. I mean, we pre signed price reductions before that. It really depends on the market, the average days on market, it depends on what's going on in the market. But I would, I mean, I think you should be revisiting it every five to seven days. Perfect. 10 Love days it. at the Love most. Love it. Don't you think? Yeah, I think Love that is it. something that right. was way too long for sure. Oh, for sure. I think it's time to go back to our corners. All right. Let's have a Love martini. It. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. When we return, we will have the street fight and the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. All right, welcome back. Now, before I ring the bell for that final round for Jen to just get her last jabs in, we took this question to the streets. Jen, tell us what the people think. The people were riled up today. Good. Good. They should <laughs> yeah, be. They should be. We had very two distinct sides, which was super interesting. A lot of the people said, absolutely not, not under any circumstances, which we know is a lie. Liars. No. Liars. No, if, they, if you said that, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying. I am. And then we had the other people that said, you know, they would do it with the price reduction, like, in place. So Jane said, Jane Graham said, it it was the last home available within a hundred mile radius and there was a housing shortage. (laughs) Jane, that is exactly what I'm talking about. You understand supply and demand. Thank you, Jane. Get it. Get it, girl. And then Tracy Thompson said, if we agree to revisit the price in four days. Four days. Okay. Tracy, do me a favor, babe. Don't just revisit get them to sign the paperwork with the date of four days uh, out because I'm telling you what's going to happen. They're going to forget about their commitment. Their oh, commitment. what? Commitment. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we haven't really gotten enough <laughs> feedback yet. I think we should wait. Blah, blah, blah. It's raining out. We only got 27 showings. So, All right, Monica, let's get back to the battle inside the ring and close out with our final round. 
All right. You why don't you one minute? Oh, I do. Okay. Let's make this short. Should you take an overpriced listing? Nope. Oh, wow. I feel like I'm having an influence on you. <laughs> you are. I'm, I'm doing the Jen Merton <laughs> style of arguing. Nope. I love it. All right. Should you take an overpriced listing? I'm going to say it depends on the seller motivation and it can be okay. You need to look at the facts and the data and get pre-signed price reductions. Yes, for sure. Get it. All right. All right. I think that's, that's going to have to be the end today. Jen, I feel like I maybe I have a little bruise on my eye, but I don't know. Maybe side bruise. Like, you might be laying out flat on the mat. I don't know. What do you guys think? think? Do you think Jen's down? Am I down? Please go to our Facebook page, comment and vote, download, follow, share this stuff. We so appreciate you guys uh, listening. All right, rock star agents. I hope you enjoyed today's battle. And we hope that you heard something here today that helped you get clarity on your path for success and help increase your standards in this business. I'll see you later, Monica. Bye, Jen. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.